Well, thank you so much, uh, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. And I have a wonderful uh, guest today, Satish Verma. But before I introduce Satish, uh, let me introduce as to what this episode, what is it about? If it's first time you're tuning in to Ask the Experts podcast, this episode is bringing entrepreneurs who are making a difference, who are making an impact in their own lives and they're making an absolute uh, dent in this universe helping so many entrepreneurs around the world so a little bit about my journey how did my journey how did my podcast journey begin well my podcast journey began I have had a successful studio fitness studios ran for the past six years and in doing so I was empowering, I empowered my, my clients, me and my team, we empowered our clients, not only to get stronger physically, but mentally as well. And today's conversation is about your money, your mindset, right? So mindset is everything. Now, I've had amazing wins in my life, amazing wins, but there's also been failures as well. So, you know, I feel that without success without failures there always has to be the success the element that we all need so success is a bigger factor to our success so this is how my journey into the podcast began and so without further ado I am honored to invite and introduce Satish Verma Satish discovered Think and Grow Rich during the most difficult times in his life. Due to failed business ventures, he lost his home, his savings, and was, and, you know, he was bankruptcy. So he applied, he applied the Think and Grow Rich principles and built a multi-million dollar business. He bought the rights to teach Think and Grow Rich from the Napoleon Hill Foundation with a blank check. He owns the rights to several countries around the world to teach this timeless science of success, impacting over 125 million people worldwide. Satish has been inducted as Chancellor of Success University, featured in the movie of Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. Napoleon Hill Foundation honored him a prestigious gold medal award for his meritorious and entrepreneurship activities. So this is the equivalent of, of a Nobel Peace Prize. Satish, we are honored to have you. Thank you for joining. My player, my player, Alka. Thank you for having me on your show. It's You're welcome. Like to be with you. Yes. You're welcome, Satish. Thank you so much. Yes. So my first question will be for viewers who have not heard of you, for viewers who may not know you, could you share with us what is your origin? What's your backstory so that we can get to know you? <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I came from India um, to Canada in 1973, okay? And uh, I didn't have any hope ever to come to this country with full of opportunities, uh, but it was always in my mind to be here somehow. And, and I managed to uh, get here. I grew up in the slums of India and where you have, you have one meal to eat a day and, you know, uh, how can you have ever hope of to be what I am today, uh, in spite of all this. But one thing I learned that whatever you can conceive in your mind and you believe it and you can achieve it, that's all it is. So it was, it all, it has all been been fascinating journey for me. Fascinating. Absolutely. I if somebody would say, would you trade in your life with any other kind of life? No, I wouldn't. And that's the way it is. So it's it's I'm very honored to be who I am today, right? So, uh, and today it's I'm making that difference in this world and how people can also uh, use their mind and and uh, conceive the ideas and believe in it and achieve it. And that's what we I'm teaching to the whole world 
more or less in my, through my seminar, through my workshop, through my through the information, uh, other sources of medias. That's what I'm doing. Yes. That's beautiful, Satish. And so with your journey that you just you shared with us, um, for me, it comes down to your mindset. I mean, what and it comes down to destiny. I mean, you had no idea of coming to Canada. You didn't you didn't know Canada was going to be your destination, that your choice of destination. But here mm-hmm. you are. So would you say it's your mindset that leads people to I mean, of course, destiny also plays a part, but how would you say um in, in your reference to your reference, was it the mindset? Did you believe, of course, you had to believe to make things happen, take the actions to make it happen? Yes. Um you know, I I remember very well. I was seven years old, uh, and uh, my grand uncle came to visit us, and he said, uh, "If I wanted to go to a movie, and I had no idea what movies are like, right? So, uh, so finally, I said, okay, sure, show me what what it is.' And he takes me my first movie of James Bond. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, I did not understand a word of English and the theater was not like big screen theaters now. It was like a dungeon kind of theater. So <laughs> it's dark and dungeon. And so I go there and in the scene somehow, see, see, we don't know when the turning point in your life is going to come. It yeah. comes at totally unexpected times and unexpected ways and at unexpected places. So when I I was watching the movie, there was a scene James Bond James Bond was having coffee with a stunning blonde in 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 sidewalk cafe in Zurich, Switzerland. And somehow the scene stuck in my mind. I asked my uncle. I said, "What is this?" He said, "This is a sidewalk cafe in Zurich, Switzerland, uh, where you know uh, James Bond is having coffee." But I was not asking about the coffee shop. I was asking about not asking about Zurich or anything because I was not understanding anything. Right. I saw a blonde in the movie first time in my life, a young woman. I thought she had so many gray hair, and that was why. <laughs> that somehow uh, that was asked. That was what I was asking. What is that? You know. Mm-hmm. And he didn't talk to me about blonde, you know, and I had never seen a gray hair woman or blonde hair woman ever in my life. So it was something different for me. Yeah. And somehow the scene got stuck in my mind. And every time uh, in in school, when I went to school and reference to Europe came in or to Switzerland came in, that scene would come to my mind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's something, you know, I'll tell you how your life transforms. And and somehow it started to happen more frequent than ever. I said, maybe right. I should go to uh, this coffee shop in Zurich, Switzerland one day. Right. And the uh, conception of the idea, I said, maybe I, I don't know, I will go probably one day. And I finished my university and uh, then I get a uh, call from a university in Canada. I, I did my master's degree there, and then another university offered me a, a master's degree in with a scholarship, a Canadian university, Canadian right. university. Right. I said, "Oh, I got a chance to go to Canada, and I didn't have the. I'll tell you, I didn't have the money to come here because I was so poor. I I I somehow managed to scrap the fare." And somehow I went to my agent, I said, travel agent, I said, can you send me via Zurich, Switzerland? <laughs> he said, Now you're you... curious. Yeah. He said, why do you want to go to Switzerland? I said, because I want to. And I said, no, I have an opportunity to go and see that coffee shop. Understand this thing. So finally, uh, this agent, uh, I asked him, I said, look, I don't have the money to stay in Zurich, Switzerland. Is there any way you can make arrangements for me to stay overnight there and, and uh, through the airline expenses? And uh, uh, he said, yeah, we can do that. And I said, okay, that's great. See, in those days, airlines were very kind. You know, right. I could make yeah. stop over at their expense and all this. Uh-huh. So I did that. And uh, 
And I went to the front desk of the hotel where I was staying. I said, is there a river here? He said, limit river here and you can. I said, okay, he showed me the direction and I'm walking along the river. And I'm looking at the coffee shops. I said, wow. And imagine when I was seven years old, the scene comes to my mind. I said, there was something like this because all the coffee shops are alike along the, right. along the river. Yes. So I, I went in one of the coffee shops and, and I ordered, I decided to have coffee. And I had only, when I left India, I had only $8 in my pocket at that time. And uh, I didn't care. I just wanted to have coffee, right? So I went to the coffee shop, had my coffee, and I gave the waitress $1. And I even don't know how much the coffee was, few francs maybe, which was not even which was less than a dollar. Uh -huh. I gave her the dollar. Uh, I asked the waitress if that's enough with the tip. She said, yeah, that's enough. And when I come, when I come out, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm in a, I'm in a very pensive mood. You know, I'm thinking, I said, what happened here? Not because I spent 17% of my net worth on this coffee, right? <laughs> I had only 8%. I said, why didn't I think that I'll have a coffee with a blonde? <laughs> that probably would have come true also. Could, could be, yes. Yes, right? And I said to myself, never in my life I'm going to think small. Mm. Never. See that. See. See the how the how the, how your mind starts to get in it. I'll never think small, and I never did. And and I own the best brand in personal development, right? Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Indeed, this is not small thing, right? So so it's not the question of whether you have the resources whether you have the money, whether you have the connections, if you make up your mind to do something, all these things start to come to you automatically. Automatically. Did I expect that I'll be coming to Canada via Zurich? Only thing I knew I will be going to Zurich somehow, right? right. Yes. And the ways are always paved for you. Mm -hmm. and, and Napoleon Hill talks in... In, in, in his masterpiece, Think and Grow Rich, the book, he says, uh, your mind becomes magnetized by the, thing, by the thoughts you hold in your mind. And by means no one is familiar with, it starts to draw to you the circumstances. These, magnet, these thoughts are like magnets. They draw to you the people, the circumstances, the situation that you're looking for in your life to help you achieve your goals. Right. So I started believing in that, you know, uh, especially after I read this thing, Can Grow Rich. And, and, and that's how the mind works. That's, I don't care. You cannot say, well, I didn't have any opportunity. I didn't have this thing. I didn't have that thing. You can have million excuses, million mm -hmm. excuses. But million excuses don't mean anything. If right. your mindset is not there, mm -hmm. it will never happen in your life. If you strongly don't believe in what you really want in life, it will is never going to happen in your life. That's the way it is. So if anybody who makes up their mind to do things, have things, and be things, there is no power in this world that can stop. That can stop. That's Absolutely. the way. Yes. Absolutely. So, yes. So, so that's that's how powerful and wonderful things are. Yes, when you do this. That is absolutely beautiful. And that is that there's truth in that because most people uh they don't understand as to like what what is required. I mean, you can have, you can take actions, you can think about what it is that you want, but then you have to take the actions in order to make that happen. Uh -huh. And right, you have to take actions. You can't we can't just sit here and say, Well, I want uh, you know, a hundred um, thousand a month, you know, that's what that in income wise, we yeah. need to take actions and we need to feel, I mean, yeah. I was guilty of this as well. Like, I mean, when I first began to get involved in this material, sure. I, I, I didn't know it was from the feeling place. I thought, mm -hmm. okay, well, if you think about it and then take actions, but I think feeling is more important. Why is it feeling more important for people to achieve what they want in life? Why is it just not thinking and people can take actions and do it? Yeah. Why we have to feel to have it as well. It's not the feeling, it's the believing in believing in what you think. Mm. And you will not feel, uh, if you will not believe, you don't feel it, right? Right, yes. So so, so is, is the question is, 
you can think of million thoughts a day because million thoughts come to us, right? And and if you do not believe in it, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It doesn't. It you won't take the action even. You won't take the action if you don't believe in it. True. So 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 when you set your mind that I want hundred thousand dollars a month or something like this, you must believe in it first. That's the only time. I don't care what kind of action you are going to take, but if that is not believable, hundred thousand dollars is never going to happen. Mm. So you can and and you will you will take action only if the goal is inconsistent with your own personality. Understand this thing. If the goal is, you can set million dollars a month. Say, oh, Satish, I set my goal million dollars a month and million dollars a year, whatever it is. But if you don't have capacity to provide the service worth million dollars to somebody, mm -hmm. you are never going to get that million dollars. Understand this thing. So your goal must be consistent with the capacity that you have within your, within your own self. And then you will believe it. Understand? Suppose uh, I, I have this uh, uh, glass of water or let's say this desk of mine. And if I don't, oh, I can lift this desk. But if I don't have the capacity to lift, lift the desk, I will not be able to do this. Right? right? So, um, so if I want to lift something, it has been consistent with my muscle, with my body, with my mind. And then I'll be able to do this. So a lot of that's the reason we don't believe because we know we don't have the capacity to do this unless you are willing to acquire that capacity. So that's the key. That's the reason you will believe it. A, I don't care if I am able to provide hundred thousand dollars worth of service to public in a month. I will get that hundred thousand dollars. But the problem is we know we cannot give service worth $100,000, so I'm not going to get it, right? We, as I said, we think a lot of things, a lot of thoughts in our mind every day come to us from all over. And and most of the thoughts which come to you are negative and, and, and from other people because you believe in those so negative things are going to happen in your life anyway because right. you believe. Uh, but if you don't believe in that, it's not going to happen because if you if you don't believe in negative thinking, negative thoughts will never come to you. But this is the reason we don't achieve our goal. Then we say, well, I set this goal. This is all hearsay, you know, whatever you can conceive and believe and you can achieve. Oh, this doesn't work in my life. Of course, it will not work in your life because the conception of the idea that you have in your mind is not inconsistent with the capacity you have to deliver the service to. Either you say, I'm going to acquire the service I'm, I'm going to acquire the capacity so I can deliver the service, then I'll get my $100,000 or $1 million, whatever I'm looking for. Make sense? So, so this is the reason uh, your belief has to come only when you have the capacity to deliver the service worth $100,000 or $1 million to public so people can really believe it. it, it, it you, then you start to believe it because I do have the ability to do this. Right. right. Uh, so, so capacity to understand yourself when you set the goals. That's the real mindset. Mindset is not like this. Oh, I am going to. If, if I say, oh, I'm, I'm going to lift the this desk with one hand. Is it believable? Do I have the capacity? But if I say, I am going to have this desk removed from here. Yeah, I can get other people to help me and they will help me to remove this desk from here. Right? Because I have the capacity in my mind to organize other people who are going to help me to lift this. Right. Then I can, I'm able to do this. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot, of, a lot of things that are involved when you say whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve. This can only happen when your goal or your thoughts are consistent with your capacity to apply that thought, to work on that thought, then you will take the action. Otherwise, you won't take the action. If that is too heavy for me, I won't even try. I, I would not. I would not. I don't because I don't believe in it. Right. right? Exactly. So, 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 so that's that's what happens. I hope I answered your question.
Yes, you did, Satish. And coming back to what Ada asked you previously, success leaves clues. And it's up to us to take advantage. It's up to us to see where those clues are by our mentors. Um, and we just lead, we just need to believe in ourselves as well um, that success can happen, that we can achieve everything that we want. So, you know, so answering what you had said, Satish, I just want to just touch base on that, that success does leave clues, but people need to take advantage when that trail is set before you, what yeah. you can do, just multiply. Okay. See, the first thing is, um, you mentioned success leaves clues. Your mind has to be attuned, attuned to see those clues mm, right. because uh, see opportunities don't come to you don't come to you uh, because there are opportunities are there opportunities come to you because you create them you create the opportunity that's the beauty you create the opportunity doesn't matter what the, what the circumstances are and you create those clues you because what happens is when you when I say your mind draws to you the people, the circumstance, the situation you are looking for, you are looking for, you are constantly looking for, okay? And all of a sudden, when it appears, you start to use it. You start to use it. So, so it's a, again consistent with, do you believe that you are going to achieve? Suppose I set, to, set my goal to uh, make million dollars this month and I have a total plan. Don't you think my mind is automatically, you know, working towards the situation and circumstance which are going to bring me this reward? Definitely. Yeah. Do you, don't you think that I will create the service or, or whatever service I have somehow uh, meeting the right people, I'll start looking for them. And those are my opportunities. It's not the success that leaves the clues. I create those clues because based on my action or I'm taking, oh, this is the right thing for me to do. This is the right thing. And suppose I fail in one attempt. Suppose this clue, I think it is a clue, but it's not the clue. That's okay. Through this clue, I learned this is not the clue. I have to do something else. Like Edison, when he made light bulb, uh, 10,000 failures. Right. Mm -hmm. Those failures were the clues for him that this is not what you're looking for. Right. Go to the next one. Mm -hmm. Success, it's not the failure also leaves the clues for you to, to get to your success. So if you're not disappointed, if you're not disappointed in anything that you're doing, that's a clue also at the same time uh, uh, that that's going to help you to achieve success. Right. So, so those are the clues you create in your uh, you, you you with the when you start to prepare for that success, the clues are going to come to you automatically. It's not that they are lying here and there, uh, and that will happen only when you believe in what you are going to do. Believe in the thought that you have manifested in your mind. Uh, believe in that it's going to happen in your life. That's the time you start to recognize those clues. But if there's no belief, right? Suppose I have to remove this desk from here. And, uh, oh, it's not possible for me. Uh, I can't do that. It can, But if I really want to have it removed, all of a sudden, I say, you know, man, I got to get it done. What are, I'm going to call the movers, wouldn't I? Wouldn't I call the movers? Wouldn't I call a few friends? They for come sure, and help yeah. me. Yeah. So because yeah. I wanted to remove, I wanted to get it. That's, mm -hmm. those are the clues I'm creating in my mind. Where else I'm going to find the information or knowledge or the wisdom through which I can really achieve what I'm looking for. Okay. So, and, yes. Mm -hmm. And also when it comes to uh, the point of every, each and every one of us, we have, we have the potential. Mm -hmm. But most of us, we don't tend to see the potentials that we have. So, mm -hmm. Satish, how can... How can we unlock our potentials? What, what do we need to do in order to get out of our way so we see the potentials, the abilities, the capabilities that we have? Yes. Um, you see, every 
let me ask you this question. What do you think is the greatest natural resource of our country? Greatest natural resource. Is it our minerals? Is it our uh, waters? Is it our uh, you know, timber, forests, lakes, right? Uh, uh, nickel, gold, right? Oil. Is it's that our mind? Pardon? It's, it's our, our mind. mind. It's our mind, yeah. right? Because the mind does have a potential. Mm -hmm. Without the potential, the mind saw this potential that I should dig up this ground and it'll give me oil. It's the mind that thought about the potential. Every, these natural resources will be all inept. Like they won't have any value if right. we have the potential to make use of them, mm -hmm. right? When you buy a piece of land, you don't buy the piece of land because the land you buy the potential in that land. What I'm going to do with this? So everything has a potential as human being. So it depends. And every, the minute you start thinking about the potential, the resources are going to come to you. Well, this is the way I'm going to look at it. And, and so every human being has the potential. It's not that, uh, but our problem is because of our social hilarity, because of other things, that potential lies dormant in millions of human beings. That's right. Die with that potential. Mm -hmm. okay? As Norman Vincent Peale said, the richest places in this world are the cemeteries because yeah. a lot of people died with great ideas. Right. And if they had really brought out those ideas, our world probably would have been very different. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so, but so why don't we have the potential? You, where do you think this whole nonsense starts that we don't have the potential. It starts when we are little kids. When we begin to see the criticism by our parents, our teachers, our peers, our relatives, our friends, our system, our education system, our media, our, and they say, no, you cannot do it. It's not good for you. You can't have it. You can't be. And we start killing that potential right when we are actually born. Right. No, you can't do it. Oh, don't set your goals too high. I don't want you to be disappointed. So what kind of potential I'm creating in that child? Tell me. Uh -huh. So all these things, they are the things that kill our potential because we carry some kind of stigmas in our life right from our childhood, right from as we are growing. Somebody in authority made sure that I don't use my potential. Okay, and, and I even, I'm not even aware of this, that I'm not using my potential until come at later stage. So when other people are doing much better than I do, I am also given the 13 billion, billion nerve cells in my mind. What's wrong with me? It is that social heredity that came, they created some kind of wrong filter in your mind and you didn't believe in that potential. So, oh, I don't, I can't do this. I can't have it. You are not confident enough. And, and that's what kills the potential in human beings. Uh, is but, but everybody on this planet is born with the same amount of brain cells, same amount of brain cells, 13 billion nerve cells. Everybody has them, you and I. It is just that because somehow everything is lying dormant somewhere. Somewhere it's uh, 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 somebody uh, uh, through some something that happened that, that I cannot ignite that potential in me. And this is the reason these great authors, the great speakers, great people who, who give us this philosophy, they say, well, this is the way I'm going to teach you how you're going to actually have that potential. I'll show, I'll show you, I'll, I'll, I'll ignite that spark in you mm -hmm. and make sure that all the limitations are gone or make sure all the, uh, um, all the things, all the fears, all the anxieties, you should not be having them in your mind, if somehow I can uh, clean up somebody's mind like this, that anybody could have that potential. You think that I could have a, a person living in the slums of India and today doing this thing, did I have the potential? If somebody, did I have a low self-esteem, low confidence? Of course I did, but somehow I found the tools to which I can get rid of all this low confidence and low self-esteem and be what I should be, it's workable. It never stops. 
So it's up to us what we want to do. So my answer is potential everybody has, but is like dormant millions of human beings for no fault of their own. Right. Somebody has done something to us that we don't bring it out. Or we have done, let somebody else do it to us. Also at the same time, it can happen to a lot of human beings. And also people are not given the guidance. They may have the potential. People may put you down, society, parents, family, et cetera, who you mentioned. People can, they can have the potential. But then for most people, they don't have the guidance as to seek out their potential because, like mm -hmm. I said, everyone has the abilities, capabilities of doing so much more, but it's been dormant. So yeah. for many people, it's the guidance they don't have. And that is unfortunate too, because if someone is bright, they have the potential, but there's no guidance. Yeah, they can't go far in life, even if they want to. Yes, yes. This is, this is so true. See, our, uh, for example, our education system, for example, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it can make us a good doctor, right. but it may not make me, make me a compassionate doctor. Mm -hmm. A good doctor, I may not be a compassionate doctor. Mm -hmm. It can make me an engineer, but I may not be an ethical engineer. Understand this thing. Make sense? So, so uh, all these, uh, in all this respect, self-education is the key. If you don't have the self, not formal education, formal edu education is linear kind of thinking. You go to school. Why? So you can make a living. There's nothing more than this. We are never taught anything beyond this. Or you become this, you'll make so much money. You do this, you, this will happen to you. And very few people, very few people really set a real goal to make a difference in this world and they go beyond the formal education. So if you cannot go beyond the formal education, okay, you will just make a living. But okay. if, uh, if you don't go beyond the, but if you go beyond the formal education, you will make a fortune. That's what it is. So uh, coming back to this idea, the guidance and coaching, there are a lot of resources available if you are first willing to recognize that you do have the potential. Yes. True. If I can recognize that thing, Right? If or somebody can really ignite that potential in me, okay, and I make me believe a coach maybe, right? And this is the reason we coach a lot of people. We we train coaches, you know, who who can really coach you how you get out of all this mess that you have created for yourself and make you realize how great you are as a person or as a human being with so much potential and you can be and do and have anything that you want in life, it's possible. It's possible if you're willing, if you're willing to do what you're supposed to do, right? And you have the ability to do this and we can show you what kind of ability you have. You'll be able to do this. Any human, any human being can, anybody can, right? Uh, in all these things, uh, I think this is this uh, example I'm giving you will clarify to most of people who are listening to this podcast. Right. Suppose uh, somebody, if I tell tell you Alka, uh, or the group of people I'm talking to them, <coughs> I tell them there's a ten million dollars sitting for you at the airport. I'm just like, you know, at a hotel near the airport, right? Right. Uh, the hotel is about 20 miles from you, right? And you want to, if you jog from this place to the hotel, 20 miles, you can get that $10 million. And everybody wants to jog. Everybody wants to go to get that $10 million. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, no, none of you will get it. You know why? Because you have never jogged in your life. Right. right, you are going to have a heart attack mm -hmm. on the way. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to get that ten million dollars like just like this. Right. So what you have to do, you say, well, I want the ten million dollars, but you know, first thing I'm going to do, hire some trainers. Mm 
hire somebody who will make me physically fit to jog 20 miles. He will put me on a special, specific diet that this is the kind of food I should be eating. He will prepare me for the route I'll be taking to go to that hotel, right? right? Yeah. So I, I need that guidance, right? Yeah. And then the day I'm after, after going through all this, after a few months, I have gone through, I've taken all this training and now I'm ready to jog, right? And I jog effortlessly, effortlessly to get that $10 million. But, you know, when I get to the hotel, I don't want that $10 million anymore. I want to own that hotel. Right. Because... Because through the process, you have grown. Understand this thing. Your potential has grown. Mm -hmm. You didn't realize you were worth so much. Okay, because for this $10 million is very effortless for you. However, the discipline you had to acquire, the characteristics and traits you had to acquire to prepare for this journey has made you a very different human being. For right? Sure. Mm -hmm. so, so it has become that $10 million has become very small for you because you are looking for, your vision has grown in life. It's grown, right? yeah. So that's where, that's how you, how you expand your potential by taking action in the proper and appropriate way. But a lot of people say, yes, I want that $10 million, let me go there. And not realizing because they're not ready for it, they will never have it. And a lot of people keep on, uh, struggling in their life because they don't prepare for the opportunity that's for them. Exactly. And yeah. in preparation comes discipline. Uh, we don't have the discipline. We need to acquire the discipline to be able to, you know, whatever task it is, whatever it is that we are doing or achieving. So when we talk about discipline, um, even preparing for the podcast in my reference I, I, I'm preparing, I'm preparing, I need to know about my guests, I need to know everything so that when it comes to the podcast, when I'm interviewing my guests, that's preparation. If I don't know anything about my guests, sure. it won't be as flawless, but yes. for it to be flawless, it requires me to do the research and have the discipline. Absolutely, absolutely. Preparation is the key. And pre pre preparation prepares you to embrace the opportunities. And find those clues we were, we were talking about. If you're not prepared, I can give you 100 clues. You will never even see them. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So preparation is the key. That are you, a preparation is like paying the price for what you want to achieve in life. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's what we call, you always say the process. If you don't love the process of achieving your goal, you will never achieve your goal. And if you buy accident, if you achieve it, it's going to be very frustrating even when you achieve that goal. You will not like it. So it, it, it's, it is the process. You have to love that process. And loving that process is the key. That's what the preparation is all about. And it prepares you like not only for goal you are achieving, it prepares you for life. Yes. It prepares you to, to face any adversity, any failures, any heartache that comes along the way. And that's the most beautiful part of this whole life journey that we have. Absolutely. And it's also the awareness. We need to have the awareness because without the awareness, how do we know? Which is we talked about uh, the opportunities. If you don't, if you're not aware, if you're not looking, you can miss those opportunities. Uh, so for people who want to know, okay, well, how can they achieve um, things in their life? You need to also be aware. You need to be looking. Your eyes need to be opened the whole time. So mm -hmm. as Satish, when you, when you talked about the clues and you talked about success, well, we need to be open. We need to have an open mind. We need to see things the whole time mm -hmm. to be able to have those opportunities and unlock all the potentials that we have. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's to have the awareness. So Satish, in your life and in your life has just been incredible uh, from the slums in India, you know, it, you know, and your journey for where you were to where you are today as, you know, as a CEO of the Chancellor, uh, you know, inducted to the Success University, that truly has got, to, that was, that's a huge milestone and it is so honourable 
to be talking with you, sharing your journey. And so I want to talk, discuss about people have, you know, there's life is never a straight line. Life is going to throw you curveballs. And life to me, Satish, I always feel that when you have adversities and challenges facing mm-hmm. your life, and for you, Satish, in your darkest moments, when you lost your home, your savings due to the business venture, and having to tell your family, you had mm-hmm. two kids, having to tell your wife and your kids, in those darkest moments, people can just give up. People can just give up on their life and say, okay, well, I've lost everything. I'm a failure in life. I will not come to anything in life. Mm -hmm. I will not be the person. And they Mm -hmm. will give up, Satish. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that there are lessons to be learned in our darkest times? See, uh, darkest times or good times, it's all times. It's all times, darkest or great time. They're all temporary things in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a time. Uh, The key is when you go through the darkest moment of your life, you don't have many friends. Like you are ostracized. You, You feel that the whole world is against you. And at that time, you have only one friend, only one friend, your own self. Uh-huh. Right. If you believe in that one, you don't have to worry about what other people are thinking or, or what's happening in your life. That's true. Yeah. And 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 you you believe you are going to make it again, right? So what's the big deal? See, if you are alive, if you are alive, right? This is the reason I have those problems. So what will I have? Will I have my life with the problems and opportunities? Or I would rather not live and not have those things. That's the option I have to choose, right? So, so it, these things come to us because only because we are aware that we are alive, right? And and which means, so what? So what if it has happened? I'm still alive. I still have my brain in place. I'm still physically good. Uh-huh. Right? I'm I'm still healthy and let me see what is in store for me now after this. And once you have that, then you start exploring that rather than worrying about what happened in the past. Right. You don't cling to that one. It's gone. It's over with. It's bankruptcy. It's all gone. Man, I can't get this back. Heck with this. Let me see where the opportunities are now for me. Mm-hmm. It's and again, I make that choice. It's not what has happened to me is important. It's what I'm seeing in future is more important to me. You see, once you once you shift that thinking, you will not. Ne- I never. I'll tell you, not even my million years after I went bankrupt, I ever thought about I had gone bankrupt. I even didn't know, as it's gone, it's over. And let me let me look at what's in store for me in for the future because I can't bring that back. Yes. God can't bring the past back, right? Mm-hmm. So I should I should be looking at the future. So not what the situation is, but what I want, that's what I want to create. So every human being has that potential. Once you start to look at that, then the past doesn't bother you. But I could also have gone, oh, look at poor me. I lost everything. This company was like this, this, this. This is not going to make any difference. I'm living in self-pity mode. Are you kidding me? That you live in self-pity mode and kill our all potential? Right. That's not what you're meant to be here for. Worst thing that happened to people, worst thing that happened to people, and they still did much better, right? So what's wrong with me now? I can still do it. Let me see what other opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity may not come to me tomorrow or day after. Yes, for temporarily, I have to go to a used car rather than a new car. Right, temporarily, I have to go to a rental place rather than my own place. Temporarily, I have to. I can't buy a a suit worth thousands of dollars. All I can do is to, if I don't have a suit, that's fine with me. Right. So all I need is that at that moment is the things I can do without 
and things I have, mm -hmm. which I can use, right, to create anything that I want in my life, that's all I'm looking for. I'm not looking for any handouts. I'm not looking for somebody, you know, uh, yes, if, if people help, great, appreciate it very much. But at the same time, you still have to be self-secure within your own self, with your own ability to come out whatever you are looking for. And, and, and see, it's not a question of what is in front of me even. It's what I want to create. In front of me, what's in front of me is the bankruptcy. In front of me is all my relatives, friends, everybody's better off than I am. Uh, what I'm looking at, I don't know if I'll ever get the I, I get the job. I don't know if I will ever get back on my that's in front of me. That's it. That had nothing to do with me. But what what I want to create, that's totally within me. Mm -hmm. Right? That's so I can nobody can stop that. What I'm seeing, right? Right? What I'm seeing, I don't see that. I say, yeah, this is there. But what I want to see, if that I don't have in my mind, what I want to see, I will be sticking to the past all the times. Mm -hmm. So my future has to be within my total vision, my own self. And if I dwell on that future, the kind of future I'm looking for, I'll tell you, anybody can practice, start practicing this. And opportunity is going to come to you. You, you would not even know where they come from because opportunities are also seeking you. Understand this thing. Right. They say, this is the right person I should go to. Uh -huh. But if you're in a self-pity mode, what kind of opportunities you are going to get? You are going to get some another uh, person who is in the same self-pity mode. You are going to, oh, we are friends now. See, you are also going through this. I'm going to. And what happens now? The energy. You uh -huh. can't raise your energy level in that kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. You can raise your energy level only when you're thinking up, right? Meeting, thinking the mind that this is the right connection for me, thinking in the mind this is the right opportunity, thinking in the mind that I can still make it, thinking in the mind that it's gone, it's past is past, past is not future, my future, understand? And that's what raises the vibration. Do you think that my vibration will be very high if I start thinking, oh, I have just gone bankrupt. I have two kids. I have a wife to support. I have lost my home. I've lost my business. I wish people are all crooks in this world. No way. <laughs> will, this, will this make my vibrations high or say, wait a minute, I just went bankrupt. What an experience I had through this. But you know what? I didn't have any money when I started. Now I'm going to make it again. Somehow I'm going to make it. If I have to do a temporary job somewhere, I'm going to do this, right? And and make it again, build my fortune again. Which is which is the vibration I want to live with? Which 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 will give me a real gold medal to my own self? The self pity mode or thinking that my future is going to be awesome. That your future is going to be awesome. Of course. So unless I raise my own vibrations. I will never meet the vibrations of the people. I will never meet the people with the same vibrations. Mm -hmm. But if I keep my vibration lower, what's going to happen is I'm, I'm going to meet the people who are with lower vibrations. Right. And they're not going to help me. Mm -hmm. The choice is mine. Where I want to be. It's absolutely up to me. So, so uh, dark time or good time, they are just times. And everybody goes through that. Good times are never permanent, neither are dark times. Right? Sure. Yes. It's just a time. So, but only thing you need is be prepared. Doesn't matter what kind of time you are facing. It doesn't matter what kind of time you are facing. It's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's going to create a lot of opportunities for you. That's the that's the attitude you must have. Absolutely, attitude of gratitude, and you know, like like attracts like. But it, Everything in life is about attraction, attraction, energy. We attract people. If we attract people um, on the lower vibration, that's, those are the kind of people we would attract. If we're on the high vibration, we attract people on the which react to us. Yeah, high vibration. It's simple. Answer is very simple. Mm -hmm. So in dark time, if you're high vibrations, you're going to get out of this. Right. Right? If exactly. you're low vibration, you're, going, you're, you're not going to go deep into the, into the hell. Uh, after this anyway so so choice that choice is mine that choice. Choice, that choice is not somebody else what kind of vibrations i want in my life mm -hmm. 
Exactly. You need to you need to be the one to make that choice. So Tish, my final question. This has been such a uh, an enlightening conversation. I'm so glad the viewers can get the chance to um you know to be with you, Satish. Uh, Satish, so my final question is money and exact science, because a lot of people don't know how to make money. Is money and exact science? Okay. And how can people, if they don't know how to make money, how can they overcome that problem? So it's money and exact science. Okay. Uh, this is what my intake is on money. I coach a lot of people who have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Billion dollars. I have a client, $700 million net worth, but not a day of happiness in his life. True. Not a day of peace of mind in his life. Mm -hmm. Right? So what, what the money is going to do to me? Tell me. Money can't buy you happiness. Yeah. No, but no, money does buy you happy. It doesn't buy you happiness, but it's a means. It's a tool, it's a yes. Mm -hmm. It's a yes. tool, but it can give you a lot of comforts, right? Yes. A lot of comforts. So what I'm looking for, what is it that I'm looking for in my life? Am I looking for peace of mind with money? Peace of mind with money or I'm looking for money without peace of mind. That's the option we have to be open to. Okay. Money making is not difficult. Right. If it doesn't give you any happiness, if it doesn't give you any peace of mind, you will give all the money you have earned. See, I, I know a lot of people. They are so poor. They are so poor. Only thing that they have in their life is the money. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. They don't have anything money money cannot buy. Right. Okay. They have all the material riches. Great. Great. This is great to have them because it provides you a lot of comfort, a lot of ease, buys you, bad, buys you great things. It's great. The key is uh, people ask me this question. Well, Satish, why people with a lot of money don't have peace of mind? There is a very simple reason. is the way they have earned it. Right. That's what doesn't give them peace of mind. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter whether it's little money or more money or great money. You must earn with peace of mind. Right. You must earn in the right way. Mm -hmm. done it, doesn't matter how much you have, you're always rich. It doesn't matter. You are much richer. This man, I told you, $700 million in net worth. He, he says he wishes he could take this money with him when he dies. Mm -hmm. Think about this. But there's no container service. Understand this thing. Mm -hmm. and, and imagine, so all your life you are suffering because of this money. That's right. Mm -hmm. All your life you're suffering because of this money. Right? And, and so make sure money making is not difficult. When you give more than what you take, you will always be rich. When you give more than what you do, I tell you, there's no power in this world can stop you from making money. No power. But when people don't get, they want to give less and take more, they will always be poor. Right, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. so money making is simple formula. Give more than what you take. That's right, that's right. Decide, happy. decide the service that you want to give to the public. It doesn't matter whether you're a hot dog stand or a hamburger stand, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Or whether you have a you're making phones, whether you're making uh, uh, laptops. Does It doesn't matter. And probably you have noticed, uh, I have noticed during my lifetime, many companies were very rich. They have disappeared from the planet. Why? That's right. Yes. Stopped giving. So many businesses. Mm -hmm. yeah, they stopped giving more than what they took in. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. They stopped giving. Mm-hmm. Only companies, those who give you more than what you take in, they are surviving. That's the law of nature. Right? Mm -hmm. 
think about any company that has any chain store that have closed and you can see the writing on the wall that made they start to provide not the service that their people are looking for. Right. So the same applies to us as human beings. If we give more than what it takes, what you take in, if you give more, you know my son, you know his company. Exactly. Yeah. Always, they always give more than they expect. Exactly. He's doing, he's doing amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Give more. Give more. That's mm-hmm. all. You'll be very rich. Nobody's going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what if I, if I'm, but we become very, as a human being, is the greediness that comes in. No, yeah. I, where I'm going to cut corners, where I'm going to cut corners for my customer, for my client and all this. Right. Or, or gas prices have gone up and all, the, all these excuses we want to bring in. Uh, you know ourselves to justify so we can make more money and they can get less mm-hmm. and that's the reason people don't make money exactly okay? they, they take the shortcuts or they go the the unethical way which yeah, is... yeah 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 and, and that, that's that's where the problem is so exactly money, yeah 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 so it, in that way if you go the unethical way take the shortcut to not uh, giving your customers the satisfaction, giving your customers the best service possible. Uh, exactly. These are the implications that will happen. And you don't have peace of mind when you go take the shortcut or do the unethical route. Yes, yes. Yeah, you have made a lot of money, You, you mm-hmm. but are you at peace? You That's know right. that you're the corner. You know you didn't do the, provide the real service. Yes. Yeah. is going to haunt you, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Absolutely, yes. A lot of people go through this. Eh? A lot of people go through this and then they complain, you know, yeah, I have all this money, but, you know, my relationship is in a mess with the family, with my children. Of course, it's going to have repercussions there. Right. Of course, it's going to spill in that direction, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and so the only, I'll tell you, the difference between rich and poor person is only one difference. Rich, I'm talking I'm talking wealthy people who have peace of mind. I'm talking about those people. I'm not talking about people who are upper class people, like you know those who have money. They show off all the brands that they have. All the, I'm not talking about those people. I'm mm-hmm. talking real wealthy people, mm-hmm. world class people, right? Who are serving the community. There's only one difference between poor person and that person is the quality of their thinking. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just the quality of their thinking. If you upgrade your thinking. You will upgrade yourself. Wow, Simple. Yes. This is the only difference. Mm-hmm. There's no other difference. So that's what elevates people. That's absolutely. And we need to elevate ourselves though, you know, the whole time, every time. Keep on elevating your mind. Satish, this has been an enlightening, amazing conversation. Really appreciate you, Satish. So grateful for you. Uh, Satish, how can the viewers, how can we be of service to you? How can we follow you? Where can people reach you? Um, Google Think and Grow Rich Institute. Institute. Right. Think and Grow Rich Institute. Uh, You can send me a private message also, you know, Satish Hotmail.com is good enough. And uh, I'll definitely reply you. Uh, you know, I'll get in touch with you. Right? Uh, oh. You can put it on your screen when you podcast it. So that's that, that'll be fine with me. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Satish. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have my special guest, Satish Verma from the Think and Grow Rich Institute. He's a CEO and he's now um, Chancellor of the Success University of the Think and Grow Rich Foundation by Napoleon Hill. Uh, so you can reach Satish. Uh, you can private message him or you can, uh, you know, reach him. But do be in touch with Satish. He, uh, what the Think and Grow Rich Institute truly has, you know, offers everyone. Um, and today our conversation is how to really overcome the problems. And we can overcome the problems by, you know, by our limiting beliefs. We are the ones who hold ourselves back. 
And today's conversation, um, you know, I'm so grateful to Satish for being here with us. And so stay tuned for more episodes, for more interviews that I'll be having with amazing entrepreneurs who are making a difference in their lives today and impacting the world. So thank you so much for tuning in. Look forward to see you same time. And we look forward to more conversations with amazing entrepreneurs. And today, Satish is my guest. Satish, thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. We honor you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure.